It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Have you ever wondered why the news plays the same five stories again and again? Let me give you a little hint. Brainwashing and repetition is the most basic form of brainwashing. Join me as we look at the news cycle and talk about why the mainstream media is so gutless and afraid to report the truth. What's up? Happy Monday. Welcome to Troubled Minds News. And I'm your host, Michael Strange. And, well, this is a show where the conspiracy is the news. That's right. It is the news. And uh, that's what we do on this show. Talk about propaganda. Talk about that uh, repetition is the most basic form of brainwashing. And talk about why, if you're a really into CNN or Fox News, why you're just not getting the truth. No offense to those guys. Uh, sorry, I take that back. Uh, mucho offense to those guys because they're doing a shitty job of doing the news. And so somebody's got to do it, right? Somebody's got to do it. So here we are. Uh, this show actually started with a uh, another show we do called Troubled Minds Radio. We do it uh, four nights a week, Monday through Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific time. And we talk about all kinds of crazy stuff out there stuff, right? Like really, really out there. And uh, it's uh, it's okay. That's okay. All that's okay, right? We get, we get the haters and the people that say this and that and the other. I don't give a shit, to be perfectly honest. I don't give a shit what people say and that's it. That's it, right? There you go. But I digress a little bit, but we get to the other point where we used to do a news segment on that Troubled Mind show and just became bigger and bigger and more bloated because there's just so much stuff to talk about in the news cycle. So uh, here we go. Uh, our own news show. Boom. Snap your fingers. Bam. New, our own news show. Easy as that, right? And uh, it shows you how ridiculous the the actual uh, news media is because they spend, you know, all these billions of dollars to, to carefully formulate and go through with a fine-tooth comb how best they can uh, – uh, uh, what, what's the term? Um, um, uh, what is the term? I don't know. Uh, it's a Noam Chomsky term, I think. Anyway, it'll come to me. But uh, they, the manufacturing consent, right? That's what they want to do. They want to manufacture, manufacture consent to, to get away with their BS. And the best way to do it is to uh, statistical analysis algorithms and then feed you whatever they think they'll get the most traction from. And, um, yeah, it seems like it's a bunch of BS to me. And so here you go. This is uh, this is thumb in your nose at the news cycle because, look, one dude with a computer and a microphone and a crazy hat can do it better. 
It, it, like news, news media, you should be embarrassed. GTFO. As usual, uh, this show's live. We do this live to include you if you want to be part of the show. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can click the Discord link at troubledminds.org, and uh, we'll put you on the show. Easy as that. It's called transparency, by the way. Uh, I always share my links where I get the information from so you guys can go follow up and read the stuff I'm saying. Uh, so you know that I'm not just making up some bunch of bs like all the rest of these guys are right where they're just leaving things out sure uh we do uh, have propaganda news sources but uh to kind of talk about propaganda and there you go so if you want to go check it out uh i will link all the things into the chat as we go and uh that's what's going on so uh 702-957-1037 troubledminds.org click the discord link let us begin with the news shall we uh speaking of propaganda and uh well the lols let's go for some lols today because uh, this is this is a uh, mildly amusing um this is from politico and yep it says this uh mansion to dems the democrats of course redo the whole thing maybe i'll vote for it <laughs> uh the west virginia senator wants a new bill that goes through senate committees and focuses on rolling back the 2017 uh, trump tax cuts right uh so if, if you guys haven't been following the the political uh uh shit show um this uh remember remember the whole build back better the the greatest campaign in the history of campaigns uh, uh yeah well um they're having a very very difficult time building back better because of this individual by the name of Joe Manchin. And he's a centrist Democrat from West Virginia. And and because they have such a slim margin in the Senate, it's a 50-50 tie, they need every single Democrat vote so that they can um, uh, use uh, Kamala Harris as the tiebreaker as the vice president, right? Because she presides over the House as vice president. That's how this works. Don't worry, I'm not going to stay on this too long. I know it's boring as hell. But uh, I I, want to bring it up because I think it's a little bit funny that for all the billions of dollars and all of the uh, the, the money that goes into this stuff and all, all the garbage, you know, propaganda, uh, it comes down to this dude and they need him. And he's like, no, I ain't going to do that. <laughs> the whole thing comes to a screeching halt. Uh, it's it, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to laugh, but I think it's really funny. Uh, and it, well, and it's it's not the first time, right? There, there are things in our system where where uh, one person, they're, they're calling him President Joe Manchin because he gets basically whatever he wants. And he's basically just kicked this thing back and said, nah, not going to vote for it. And that's because they just kept, keep jamming, um, you know, uh, ridiculous spending packages into this Build Back Better bill, right? Mm, build Back Better. Anyway, I thought it was notable for this reason. Let's read this real quick. One day after sinking President Joe Biden's signature social and climate spending legislation, uh, Manchin, a Democrat from West Virginia, laid out a path forward that could take months and still fail. He wants the legislation to go through Senate committees and focus on rolling back the 2017 Trump tax cuts. He also wants Democrats to stop. Uh, This is the important part here, right here. He also wants Democrats to stop trying to force him into compliance. Quote, I knew what they could and could not do. They just never realized it because they figured surely to God we can move one person. Surely we can badger and beat one person up, Manchin said on West Virginia Metro News, his first response to the blowback he's taken (laughs) from the White House and Democrats for uh, tanking Biden's signature legislation. He added, well, guess what? 
I'm from West Virginia. I'm not from where they're from, where they can just beat the living crap out of people and think they'll be submissive. Go get it, Joe Manchin. <laughs> uh, yep, well, there you go. President Joe Manchin put his foot down and said, nah, you absolutely cannot force me into doing crap I don't want to do. Uh, he says, build a better bill. Build back the build back better bill better. Better bill better. And then I will sign up for this. But uh, <laughs> uh, like I said, uh, sor- sorry to laugh. I know there's a lot of people that really need this bill for lots of reasons uh, i don't mean it in that way i just mean it in the way that uh y- yeah well uh the old ways of political browbeating don't always work so there you go go get it joe Manchin. i thought it was funny so build back the build back better build better and then maybe joe Manchin will sign it there it is uh <laughs> all right uh, did i like it yeah okay uh not like anybody cares but anyway let's continue shall we let's go to inverse let's go to inverse uh the inverse scientists have a new theory explaining liquid water on mars Uh oh all right uh the martian riviera blah 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 let's skip it the discovery a study they published earlier this year in the journal proceedings of the national academy of sciences reconstructs reconstructs the red planet's early history using data from the mars reconnaissance orbiter uh, to look back into the planet's history kite and his colleagues propose clouds once warmed the planet just enough to sustain patches of liquid water at the surface oh uh what what this is um clouds on mars you say hmm this is nice this is going to be super hot look at that uh curiosity captured these images of clouds on modern day mars hmm interesting hmm, interesting water and clouds on mars hmm yeah the plot thickens eh uh is there aliens out there weird anyway uh let's see uh kite is an assistant professor at the geophysical science uh at the University of Chicago, he's been pondering what, in addition to carbon dioxide, might warm Mars enough to keep the water flowing. And uh, yeah, uh, why this matters, uh, the idea Mars once had water isn't new. Mm, that's what we talk about quite often, don't we? There's plenty of evidence that water used to flow there. Perseverance Rover, for instance, is in the Jezero Crater, which scientists believe is actually a dried-up ancient lake bed. But there's less obvious. Uh, what's less obvious is, is the conditions that allowed for liquid water. Uh, that matters because the answer could lead us to discover earlier conditions that were su- suitable for life to thrive on Mars, confirming another grand theory about the red planet's past. And yep, there you go. There you go. Uh, clouds, water. Uh, what's going on? I see you guys out there in the chat. The famous Liam Martin is here, the mighty Rohan. Uh, we got, uh, what's going on, guys? Uh, we got uh, Matt's owl over over at work. Listen to us at work. Uh, tell them we said hello. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to all. Uh, uh, okay, check this out. This uh, water on Mars—that's the way it goes. What's up? We got uh, we got Drew. Holy crap! This is the first time I've been able to watch you live. Well, welcome to the Thunderdome, and welcome to the live shows. And uh, yeah, uh, thanks for finding us. Thanks for hanging out. All right. So uh, what we're doing is just talking about the news today. This is the news show where we get together and consider all the things—not uh, all the things, just more like propaganda news cycles. And uh, uh, sometimes these stories are for the lols. And uh, the last one was this one was. But let's let's see what the next story brings. Maybe a grab bag of future lols. We will find out. Let's go to this. This one's actually pretty hot. This uh, this could be an entire uh, sh- uh, troubled mind show all by itself, I believe. But this is from Live Science, and this is pretty wild. It goes a little something like this. Headline is. 
Wind from Earth's middle layer blows through a secret passage beneath Panama. Uh-oh, what? Researchers just discovered a geological hidden passageway. Am I reading this right? Am I reading this right? This says, wind from Earth's middle layer. Are we talking about Middle Earth? <laughs> Anybody read Tolkien? Uh, just asking. Uh, anyway, all right, here we go. Let's read a little bit of this. A geological secret passage beneath Panama may explain why rocks from Earth's mantle are found more than 1,000 miles from where they originated. And, uh, yep, this opening, located some 62 miles below Earth's surface, may allow a flow of mantle materials to travel all the way from beneath the Galapagos Islands to beneath Panama. This never-before-discovered form of transport may also help explain why Panama has very few active volcanoes. On the west coast of Central America, the Cocos tectonic plate is driving down, uh, diving down, sorry, and pushes oceanic crust under the continental crust to the North American, Caribbean, and Panama tectonic plates, a process called subduction. This, this subduction zone creates a line of volcanoes called the Central American Volcanic Arc, where lava pushes through the boundaries. But the volcanism stops in western Panama, which sits on the Panama Plate, said David Beckert, a postdoctoral scholar in marine chemistry and geology at Woods Hole, uh, Woods, sorry, Woods Hole Ocean, Oceanographic Institute in Massachusetts. Words are hard sometimes. Uh, Woods Hole, though, just not making that up. Just, uh, there you go. All right. This relative piece has long been a mystery. Now, Beckert and his colleagues report in a new study published November 23rd in the Journal Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences that the culprit may be a window-like opening in the Cocos tectonic plate that's being pushed down toward Earth's center. Hmm. Weird. 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 I don't know. I'm not so sure about uh, Agartha here, but uh, wind tunnels? I mean, what is this? What is this wind from earth's middle layer middle earth yeah i have no idea i don't know what's going on with this because well i don't know what to make of anything anymore but uh we're gonna just keep on talking about this and considering this and all the things because did we just discover middle earth wink wink maybe not maybe not i I don't know i'm not the uh, i'm not the guy here to uh, be the arbiter of that truth but there you go there you go uh what's up joe now you guys got me downloading twitch as well i see you over there on the uh the show chat on discord what's going on guys uh all good all right so uh, what, what's with this? Do you guys think there's something to this? Do you think it's a bunch of BS, etc., so on, or whatever? I don't know. I think it's pretty fascinating that uh, there there is a, a lot of things we don't know about quite yet, even though uh, we can continue slamming the... Uh, they uh, what you call it in, into the, uh, the the computer models that know all the things uh, that we don't know all the things right. So I don't know uh, what's up, Matt. Six point two earthquake north of me earlier today. Pray for me. I'm on the fourth floor. Prayers for Matt. Yes, sir. The good news is is uh six point two is probably not a a you know it's uh it's slipped. The fault slipped, and uh, that's probably a good thing, right? It's gonna, it's gonna sit for um, crossing my fingers, prayers, prayers out that way to the folks in California that uh, it doesn't. Uh, it was a slight slip, uh, didn't cause a ton of damage from what I saw, and uh, that's a good thing. Uh, I do watch closely a family in California, and uh, I grew up there. I've got a, I spent a lot of time uh, dealing with earthquakes that way. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, hopefully that slipped uh, instead of a little one, kind of, kind of the precursor. To something larger uh, seems to slip uh, 
It's good. It's good. It, it uh, releases some pressure uh, so that the big one doesn't pop, right? So that's good. 6.2. We'll take that if we don't lose any lives all day long. Um, okay, so uh, if you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. Uh, you can jump in here and be part of the show. Just uh, jump in the caller queue and uh, unmute your mic, and we'll put you on the show. You can come say hi to me. And uh, like I said, that's transparency. So, uh, try and... Uh, um, interrupt a propagandist, a breathless propagandist uh, like Don Lemon or um, Sean Hannity in the middle of their show. You're not going to be able to because they don't let you. They don't let you. I do because, I'm one, I'm not a propagandist. Two, because it's more important to hear what you have to say. And that's why we always take live calls. Because uh, if you notice, I always say this, and this is completely true, that the uh, uh, actual... Um, when they take news clips of what, you know, man on the street type interviews, they still just like trim it down to like the little tiniest, you know, you interview somebody for 10 or 12 or 15 minutes and then they trim it down to like a 10 word thing, you know, and then put that on the news. And well, that's not really what they said. It's completely grotesquely out of context and uh, propaganda going to propaganda. And so anyway, 702-957-1037, put you on the show. Simple as that. And uh, before we do that, uh, we got a call coming and we'll take that uh, from Joseph and just a sec but before we do that let's get a word from our sponsor which is you are you digging the show if so you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an amazon prime account since we stream on twitch every day all you have to do is link your amazon prime account to your twitch account and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use and also a bonus five dollars a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to twitch and all you have to do is sync up the two accounts and click subscribe thanks for considering us it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Oops, sorry about that. Uh, went to go throw the coffee in the fridge. All right, so, okay, uh, so uh, welcome back. Uh, we're doing our thing, talking the news, uh, and uh, let's go to, uh, let's go to Joseph. Joseph in Iowa. What's up, my man? Welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, how's it going? Uh, doing well. Go right ahead, sir. What's on your mind, my man? I saw that article on uh, Google. It was underneath, like, Google News with the Panama 
And I was thinking like, uh, that would be like a place where like maybe people would go spiritually like DJ or like genies, like maybe like a bunch of people like in the cave time lived down in these underground areas and they developed a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, what do you call it? Spiritual power in there or, uh, there's artifacts in there, you know, could be some cool stuff in there. Yeah, well, I think that's the whole point of the the whole earth, right? Is there could be all kinds of amazing things we haven't figured out yet, and uh, I dig it. I like where your mind's at. Uh, you're you're in troubled minds moaned already, and I love it. I love it. Um, uh, what else? What else about uh, the rest of the news so far? What else you got for us, my man? Um. Well, I mean, I really kind of, even if I don't believe, and. Dijin and like genies fully. I know the power of belief is strong towards those kind of things. And I couldn't like, I have a bottle right now that has like faces. It looks like it has faces on it. Like it has a boogeyman actually that's displayed in a, like a lot of, uh, movies. It has like this head, this top head. It looks like it's wearing a pillowcase almost, but, uh, like I would get people, I would talk about this bottle and I wouldn't say like, I would be like, just like, like showing that like some people have superstitious belief and like the bottle is way more powerful. Like I had someone like get vibes that I was a ghost through a mirror or not a mirror, uh, a window after I showed them the bottle. Like they were scared, so they were starting to like see, like actually see different things. So I don't know, like maybe the power of saying like a whole landmass. I mean, I know that was powerful in South America. Like those caverns were very sacred. Yeah, there's there's some weird stuff too with, uh, in particular with the caverns and uh, the Skinwalker. I'm not sure if you heard this. We did a show a while back with a uh, a Navajo native that uh, lives on the reservation, and he was uh, describing the Skinwalker as uh, being a creature that travels through these wind tunnels and that they're able to jump into uh, like these basically like caves that seem like they're pits but they can travel with the wind like the wind through these tunnels and appear hundreds of miles away uh, in, in minutes because uh, the wind the wind tunnels are incredibly quick once you jump into these things. So pretty wild stuff, man, when you start considering all the stuff underneath the crust, underneath the, our feet. Pretty pretty amazing stuff. Um, great, great call. I appreciate it, my man. Uh, you know the the, uh, the news show. We got to keep on rolling. So uh, what else you got? What else you got, my man? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking maybe the further down you go, the weirder it gets spiritually. Like, maybe it all breaks down the deeper you go. That's about it. Right on. Appreciate it. Great stuff as always, Joseph. Uh, a pleasure hearing from you. We look forward to uh, you calling in tonight if you can. Alrighty. 
appreciate it. Have a great night, a uh, great afternoon. There you go. That's uh, Joseph in Iowa. He's got a, a YouTube channel called Hydro Host. Check it out. It's uh, going to be in the link in the description. Not here, but on uh, YouTube when we get over there. This is on Twitch, a little bit different. But anyway, uh, thanks for the call. Good stuff. All right, so there's more. There's always more news. I see uh, we got some new folks uh, popping into the, the Twitch stream. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, let's uh, let's continue, shall we? This is from uh, PCGamer.com. And, uh, yep. You got this. Uh, Scientists taught a Petri dish of brain cells to play Pong faster than an AI. Mm, Yep. Well, (laughs) move over, Alder Lake. This is a new kind of hybrid chip. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. Let's see. Uh, So Cortical Labs is a company working on integrating biological neurons with your more traditional silicon-based computing hardware. They grow brain cells on microelectric arrays so these cells can be stimulated. These hybrid chips are said to be able to learn and restructure themselves to get past problems like stop uh, stopping a sneaky ball that wants in your goal uh yeah well uh, according to critical uh sorry cortical labs uh, als typically take 90 minutes to learn pong uh, whereas this dish brain yes that's what it's called managed to have it down to five minutes uh, though the researchers do note that a good ai would still absolutely demolish the cells once both properly trained the team managed this by using electrical signals to communicate where the ball is in game to the dish brain the neurons could then move the paddles to collide with the ball which is pretty insane stuff though i'm fairly sure i worked out pong faster and without a full team of scientists helping just saying this was written by a dude named uh, hope corrigan uh, or a maybe not a dude uh, it's okay because uh, well then without context what am i supposed to do anyway uh, let's see chief uh, scientific officer of cortical labs brett kagan told new scientists quote we think it's fair to call them cyborg brains and went on to explain that when the brains are moving the paddles in pong they're convinced that they are the paddles themselves hmm. we often refer to them as living in the matrix he explains when they are in the game they believe they are the paddle Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll just file this under how could this go wrong and uh yeah well uh there you go uh, ai cells uh brain cells uh, learning to play pong quickly <laughs> uh yes uh, the world we live in may you live in interesting times all right uh what else is there let's see uh where are we at time wise i think everything looks good everything looks good let's keep on trucking let's got let's go to here this is this is for all the naysayers out there uh, uh, including the people that believe that these, um, you know, elite pedophile rings are, uh, well, they're they're a figment of people's imagination, which is mind-boggling to me that anybody would have that take. But okay, uh, to each their own. Uh, this is from the Telegraph, and this is uh, the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, right? The Jeffrey Epstein bit. There, <laughs> Matt's got it right. There is no paddle. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the headline here is evidence from Jeffrey Epstein's safe went missing after FBI raid court hears in Ghislaine Maxwell trial. Ah, yep, you got that right. An FBI special agent testified to a New York court in Ghislaine Maxwell's sex trafficking trial on Monday that evidence went missing from Jeffrey Epstein's New York townhouse while authorities were waiting on a warrant. 
Listen closely, guys. Special Agent Kelly McGuire recalled how CDs and other items were recovered by the FBI from a locked safe during an initial search of the Manhattan home on July 6th and July 7th in 2019 after Epstein's arrest on sex assault charges. The FBI agent said officers broke open the safe with a saw, finding the CDs, jewelry, computer hard drives, loose diamonds, passports, and large amounts of U.S. currency. They took photographs of the items but left them at the residence as they did not have the warrant to remove them. When they returned four days later on July 11th, they were no longer there. No longer there. Hmm. No longer there. Uh, Agent McGuire, a member of the FBI Child Exploitation and Human Trafficking Task Force, said she then called Richard Kahn Epstein's lawyer, who now serves as the executor of the later financier's estate. Again, they're still calling this guy a financier, right? Uh, uh, yeah, a late financier. Not, not, a, not a convicted pedophile, right? They're not calling him that. Uh, you notice, again, words, words matter, and he actually is a convic convicted pedophile, the sex trafficker. Convicted, yes. Uh, anyway, uh, quote, 20 to 30 minutes after the conversation, Richard Kahn came to the residence who's the lawyer and now the executor of his estate, uh, and brought uh, the items back in two suitcases, Agent McGuire said. So you catch this, right? So they went to, uh, they were uh, doing the investigation. They went into his uh, Manhattan uh, condo, townhouse, whatever the hell this thing is. And then they broke, now, now this is beyond me. They broke into the safe, all right, uh, with the authority of the FBI, but they somehow did not have a search warrant in place to take the the items they found in the safe. So they, they cataloged what was there, including CDs and hard drives, all right? But they didn't have the authority to take them with them as evidence, all right? Now explain to me how that's even possible. How is that even possible, right? If you're there breaking into a safe, as the the with the power of the FBI, how come you do not already have a warrant? Is there something amiss here? All right, so here's the bizarre part. Here's the bizarre part, right? Then four days later, they come back with the appropriate warrant after they know what evidence is there, and then it's gone. It's not there. It's not there. So the craziest part is this. Then they call the dude and they're like, hey. What happened to all this shit we had? It was evidence, man. And he's like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. Here, I'll bring it over. And he brings it over in two suitcases, right? Item by item, exactly like they photographed. So they did the inventory. And, well, now they have their evidence back. Surely in four days, they didn't swap the CDs out with, I don't know, Rick Roll footage, <laughs> right? Surely they didn't get brand new hard drives that had nothing on them, right? And swap them with the dirty evidence that was there. Surely none of that happened, right? But again, we're talking about bungling law enforcement here. And how on God's green earth do you have the authority to crack a safe open, but not to take the evidence with you when, when you crack the safe open? What in the fucking world is going on here? And this is what I'm saying. There's no conspiracy, guys. Trust me on that. Because if there is, well, the world is an upside-down-ass place. But what is this? Are you shitting me? Read it yourself. Read it yourself. So this dude brings back 
the evidence four days later right four freaking days later surely it's all the same stuff right <laughs> sure they never actually took any of this and checked it out then forensically they just took pictures and cataloged it and said yep 14 hard drives 88 cds uh approximately you know fifty-eight thousand dollars in cash diamonds passports the whole deal right they cataloged it all like bam 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 line by line right an inventory but nobody checked what was on those discs then or those hard drives then what the think just think about it think about it they have hard drives and discs in a safe what do you think that stuff was just <laughs> just, just what do you think that stuff was <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, well, this is the real world we live in. Can you, can you freaking believe it? Anyway, uh, still taking your calls and, uh, hanging out, doing our thing, talking the news, 702-957-1037, troubleminds.org, click the discord link. And, uh, while we're at it, let's take a quick break. You're listening to Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we will be right back. What do they say? After these messages, we'll be right back. Okay, welcome back to Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and let us continue with the news, shall we? Uh, let's go to the New York Post. Uh, uh, this is uh, this one's pretty good. Let's go to uh, let's go to this. A professional cave woman survives on freezer full of roadkill. Yeah, you got that right. You got that right. Um, this UK woman is living like it's the Paleolithic era. Yeah, bringing back the pa- Paleolithic. Uh, Sarah Day, age 34, has deemed herself a professional cavewoman who survives on roadkill, including repurposing the skin and bones of the dead animals. The Colchester Essex resident says she makes her money as a school teacher who educates children on history and survival skills. And if I'm being real, I think we need more teachers like this. <laughs> Day claimed she eats, quote, roadkill at least once a week although there isn't always an animal on the side of the road she told mercury press my freezer is full of roadkill finds which is handy during the winter because i can defrost a deer or rabbit to make a hearty stew she continued adding that the flavor of rats is very similar to squirrel it is mild and sweet it tastes a little like chicken but much nicer there you go all right i'll paint it up paleolithic uh, teacher well let's uh, let's teach more survival skills why not it couldn't hurt <laughs> it couldn't hurt all right let's keep on trucking uh speaking of uh yeah uh, politics and all the rest of this crap we started out with some political stuff i hate to laugh but i'm gonna laugh uh here we go again uh did you guys see this spat with um with uh Elon Musk and Senator Elizabeth Warren on Twitter. It's so gold. This guy, this guy is hilarious. He's got his, his trolling is on point. Uh, he was calling, um, uh, <laughs> Elizabeth Warren. He was calling her Senator Karen on Twitter. <laughs> Senator Karen. Oh, geez. Uh, but, but anyway, uh, she, she tweeted something. I'm going to just paraphrase. I'll, I'll find the links and add them to the link, link tree here. So you guys can fact check me on this, but it was on Twitter. It was a funny spat. I didn't really want to get into that part, except it's just too funny, so I had to. But, but uh, the, the way this all started was uh, Elizabeth Warren tweeted, "We're gonna, we're gonna make these bil- uh, billionaires pay their fair share," or some shit like this. Like she's always tweeting the class, the class uh, division stuff, right? Tax 
taxes and all the rest of it, right? Again, a lawmaker complaining about the tax code. That That's just so cheeky, right? Congratulations, uh, Senator Karen. But anyway, uh, I digress. So uh, Elon Musk fired back and said something to the effect of how much he's paying in taxes and all the rest of this, right? And so here it is. Uh, BBC News reports, Elon Musk says he'll be paying $11 billion in tax this year. Yeah, $11 billion. Can you can you even fathom that? That That is ridiculous. Anyway, uh, Mr. There you go. Mr. Musk has been embroiled in a public debate on social media over how much tax he pays. Earlier this week, Democratic Senator Elizabeth Warren tweeted that Mr. Musk should stop freeloading off everyone else, is what she said. She she said that. <laughs> oh boy! Um, for uh, quote, let's see. He he tweeted this. For those wondering, I will pay over eleven billion dollars in taxes this year. Mr. Musk, uh, founder of electric car maker Tesla and aerospace manufacturer SpaceX, became the world's richest person earlier this year. Bloomberg Billionaire Index puts his wealth at $243 billion, while Tesla is worth around $1 trillion and SpaceX is worth $100 billion. Last week, Mr. Musk named a time, was named Time Magazine's Person of the Year, and this is what started the entire spat. Excuse me one sec. Uh, Elizabeth Warren tweeted this. Let's change the rigged tax code so the person of the year will actually pay taxes and stop freeloading off everyone else. And she cited the Boston Globe and a picture of Elon Musk. And apparently he tweets when he's on the, the crapper, which is super hilarious. So he kind of live tweets his um, his bathroom time. <laughs> but uh, apparently he caught Elizabeth Warren uh, throwing shade his way and he uh, fired back. And uh, yeah, there you go. There's news for you. Uh, Elon and going off on Senator Karen. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Sometimes you can't even make this shit up. It's so good. All right, let's continue, shall we? Uh, science alert. Let's go to science alert. Pretty good stuff. Uh, uh, col- uh, colossal fossil structures have been detected lurking on the outskirts of our galaxy uh, from Earth's vantage point in one of the Milky Way's spiral arms the structure of our galaxy is pretty difficult to reconstruct that's because gauging the distance to something in space when you don't know its intrinsic brightness is really really hard and there are a lot of objects in the Milky Way whose brightness is unknown to us this means that sometimes we can totally miss huge structures that you'd think should be right under our noses a new set of such enormous structures has now been unveiled and at the outer regions of the Milky Way disk. Massive spinning filaments with unclear provenance. Uh, astronomers will be conducting follow-up surveys to try and solve the mystery. The discovery came about thanks to the European Space Agency's Gaia Space Observatory, a project to map the Milky Way in three dimensions with the highest precision yet. Gaia orbits the Sun with Earth in a looping orbit around the Sun-Earth L2 Lagrangian point, the Lagrange points, if you guys know what that is. Uh, I'll tell you what they are if you don't. A gravitationally stable pocket of space created by the interactions between the two bodies. That would be the sun and the earth. Now, on a Lagrange point, they say that you could plop a satellite there. And because it's uh, between uh, the perfect uh, intersection of the two gravity signatures, it kind of acts as like a table. And you could just set something in that Lagrange point and just leave it there. And it, uh, because the two gravity signatures are basically holding it up, it doesn't need to actually orbit anything. It just kind of sits and that's pretty cool anyway um 
Gaia, let's see, blah, blah, blah. From there, it carefully studies stars in the Milky Way over an extended period, watching to see how the positions of stars seem to change against more distant stars. This provides a parallax, which can be used to calculate the distances of stars. Anyway, the new structures were identified by a team led by astronomer Chervin Laporte of the University of Barcelona in Spain in data from the latest release made in December of last year with improved parallax precisions. The same data also showed previously known structures with much higher clarity than we've seen before. Here's the quote. We report the discovery of multiple previously undetected new filaments embedded in the outer disk in highly extincted regions, the researchers wrote in their paper. And uh, pretty wild, right? Pretty wild. Yep. There we go. What's up? Reading all the chats. How's everybody doing? Uh, they ain't fossils. They ain't. <laughs> yeah, right. There's your there's your Lovecraftian old ones uh, sneaking around on the outside of the uh, uh, the the galaxy itself. Yeah, wild. Uh, what's going on, guys? I see you in the chat. How's everybody? Hope everybody's doing well today. Happy Monday. Uh, let's keep on trucking. There's always more news. So let's do some more news. Let's go to CNBC, and CNBC reports this: the U.S. government has a massive secret stockpile of Bitcoin. Here's what happens to it. Hmm. Curiouser and curiouser. Yep. For years, the U.S. government has maintained a side hustle auctioning off Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Historically, Uncle Sam has done a pretty uh, lousy job of timing the market. Does that surprise anybody? <laughs> the 500 Bitcoin it sold to Riot Blockchain in 2018 for around $5 million. That's now worth north of $23 million. Uh, that's okay. They'll just, they'll just get it back in taxes. They're, they're not tripping, right? It's all fine. Uh, or the 30,000 Bitcoin that went to billionaire venture capitalist Tim Draper for $19 million in 24 uh, that would be worth more than $1.3 billion today. Yep, that's right. The government has obtained all that Bitcoin by seizing it alongside the usual assets one would expect from high-profile criminal sting operations. It all gets sold off in a similar fashion. It could be 10 boats, 12 cars, and then one of the lots is X number of Bitcoin being auctioned, said Jared Koopman, director of the Internal Revenue Services Cybercrime Unit. Yeah, well, they need uh, to, to revisit their debits and credits a little more, I would say. Uh, anyway, one of the next seizures up on the auction block is $56 million worth of cryptocurrencies that authorities confiscated as part of a Ponzi scheme case involving offshore crypto lending program BitConnect. Unlike other auctions where the proceeds are redistributed to different government agencies, the cash from this crypto sale will be used to reimburse victims of the fraud. Uh, the crypto government's crypto seizure and sale operation is growing so fast that it just enlisted the help of the private sector to manage the storage and sales of its horde of tokens there you go well now you know <laughs> now you know and no one is half the battle, right? All right, let's continue, shall we? Let's go to LiveScience.com, another great website, one of my favorites. Excuse me one sec. This coffee in the morning just gets to me. Okay, that's better. That's better. All right, let's go to, uh, yeah, uh, this is pretty hot. Uh, when humans are gone, what animals might evolve to have our smarts and skills? I'm going to go out on a limb and say... The octopus. Anyway, 
Uh, yep. Humans are blah, blah. Okay. What if humans suddenly went extinct? What other animals might evolve to have the smarts and skills to create large, complex societies like we have? James has it right. Cats. Uh, with modern gene sequencing technology and an understanding of evolution, quote, we're pretty good at making short-term predictions. Martha Rieskind, a molecular ecologist at North Carolina State University, told Live Science. For example, we can predict that if humans were to suddenly go extinct tomorrow, climate change would continue to drive many species toward drought resiliency in order to survive. Cold specialized species will continue to struggle as well, meaning that sadly, polar bears and penguins are unlikely to thrive in the millennia after humans are gone. Mm, what's up, Robert? Says cockroaches. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, so this, the, the, the era of the super intelligent cockroach has arrived. Anyway, quote, a big thing will be the concept of convergence. A, a Dougal Nix Dixon, a geologist, science writer, and author of the speculative book After Man, A Zoology of the Future, told Live Science. Uh, convergence is an evolutionary process by which two unrelated organisms end up developing similar traits in order to succeed in a particular environment or or feel, fill a particular niche. That would be niche for you Frenchies. The classic example, Dixon said, is the fish shape. With their sleek torpedo-like bodies and stabilizing fins, fish are optimized for life in water. However, dolphins have evolved a very similar body plan, and unlike fish, they are warm-blooded, air-breathing mammals with a totally different evolutionary background. Anyway, um, I, uh, as a side note on this, um, I did see recently, and I, I thought this was fake, I thought this was a fake video, but I saw a, a an actual video, I'll try and post it up and show you guys a little bit later. I'll drop it in the Discord, which is a perfect time to plug the Discord. If you haven't joined it yet, uh, troubledminds.org, join the Discord, come hang out. Lots of people sharing links and ideas and just being chill. Uh, the only few rules with it, uh, don't come in there and tell everybody they're wrong. That's annoying as hell. Uh, and, uh, you know, like if somebody says something you, you don't agree with, don't, there's no reason to get into a fight. Let it go. Just let it go, right? Uh, it's about a community. It's not about being right. Uh, and then second, uh, you get uh, pretty kind of exclusive behind-the-scenes stuff that's going on in Troubled Minds. Um, and uh, not just me, of course. It's a community. And so there's lots of folks that uh, help with shows. There's lots of uh, ideas kind of kicked around in the voice chat and all the rest of that. So I will share this video later, which I'm about teasing the hell out of this video. Troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. But I did see a video, and I thought it was fake. And it was about a, an elephant. Uh, with in its trunk a paintbrush painting a picture of an elephant and like I'm shitting you not better than I could paint the picture of an elephant the elephant was painting the picture of an elephant you guys ever seen this and I thought it was fake I was like there's no fucking way how did they how did they actually uh, fake that because it looked legit well it turns out I did a little digging and it seems like it's legit <laughs> like they taught they, they teach elephants to paint and one of them in particular is very adept at painting elephants they call it uh painting his own self-portrait so anyway i thought it was a nice side note to this when humans are gone what animals might evolve to have our smarts and skills i'm gonna say elephants because holy shit anyway so uh what we're gonna do is take a quick break and a quick reminder if you are subbed up to twitch and uh with amazon prime which again it doesn't cost you anything extra it's included in your amazon prime thing if you've already got it uh or if you're subbed up on twitch at all you got to resub it every month because it just falls off it doesn't automatically redo so there you go but, uh, one more quick word from our sponsor and we'll wrap this show up and so don't forget if you are subbed up on twitch you do have 
have to resub each month. Here we go. Are you digging this show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. Okay, let's get back to the news. Let's go to Newsweek. And uh, this is the type of stuff uh, that uh, turns CNN heads into, um, you know, militants. This is the type of stuff that, uh, that, that really it doesn't help, right? And, you know, this is, this is from Newsweek. And uh, not just CNN heads. It also radicalizes, you know, the, the right. It's, it's the, the, the media doing their best to radicalize people so they can justify... Uh, the necessary means, you know what I mean? So here we go. Millions of angry, armed Americans stand ready to seize power if Trump loses in 2024. Uh, yep, there we go. It says it right there, right there. Um, let's see, blah, blah, blah. Millions of fellow would-be insurrectionists will be there too. I skipped the first paragraph. Uh, Naya's nanny says, a ticking time bomb targeting the Capitol. Quote, there are lots of fully armed people wondering what's happening to this country, he says. Are we going to let Biden keep destroying him or do we need to get rid of him? We're only going to take so much before we fight back. The 2024 election, he adds, might may well be the trigger. And he's no loner. His political comments on the social media site Quora received 44,000 views in the first two weeks of November and are more and more than 4 million overall. He is one of many rank and file Republicans who own guns and in recent months have talked openly of the need to take down by force if necessary a federal government they see as illegitimate, overreaching and corrosive to American freedom. That's so weird. I mean, you know, uh, why don't we just, uh, uh, I don't know, like, like the, uh, the the incendiary headlines always drive me a little bit nuts, but there you go. Millions of angry armed Americans stand ready to seize power. Seize power, right? Listen to the words they use. Uh, just saying, I think that uh, a lot of this unfortunate, um, uh, you know, kind of picking this scab of uh, just whatever nastiness has been going on for the last, you know, six or eight years politically uh, is, is um, it, it's in the lap. It's, the blame is in the lap of the press. And uh, headlines like this and things like this, they don't help, right? You're literally, so think about it this way. Let's say you're, neither left or right or let's say let's say in my instance you used to be a lefty but you got sick of lefties in your own party calling you a racist and they didn't even know you so you're like nope thanks i ain't doing that anymore and then you signed up as an independent which i just recently did then well uh you're sitting in the middle of this looking at both sides flinging poo at each other and think about it this way if you are a staunch lefty and you read something like this, what does it do? It's division. It makes you hate the guy on the right, okay? Now, if you you are on the right and you see this, it's going to piss you off because you're like, no, dude, I may be on the right, but I'm not going to get the guns and seize power, right? Like, you see. So it, it almost doesn't even matter. When you're writing shit like this, it pisses everybody off. 
everybody off and that's the point it's uh it's not uh it's not okay with me and that's why you know somebody's got to somebody's got to call a spade a spade and this is a spade this is unnecessary it's incendiary and the reason why uh we do this show in particular is to exactly point things like this out and say no no this is bullshit and they know it's bullshit and yeah come on get out of here newsweek i'm disappointed try better all right try harder all right uh, we're gonna keep on trucking uh there we go there you go robert says i want independent too for the same reason yeah i just changed i just changed it i just changed it and funny enough they sent me two registrations now so now i'm a registered democrat and an independent they didn't cancel one they just added a second one to the voter roll <laughs> can you believe that yeah and 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 they fight tooth and nail to not clean up the voter rolls I'm just saying, weird, right? Weird how it's all just so sloppy, willy-nilly, and nobody gives a shit. Uh, anyway, let's keep on trucking. Uh, let's get off the politics because it's going to make you want to punch yourself in the face. Uh, let's go to interesting engineering. And, uh, yep, MIT researchers just discovered an AI mimicking the brain on its own. Oh, shit, really? A new study claims machine learning is starting to look a lot like human cognition. Uh, yes, in 2019, the MIT Press Reader published a pair of interviews with Noam Chomsky and Steven Pinker, two of the world's foremost linguist and cognitive scientists. The conversations, like the men themselves, vary in their framing and treatment of key issues surrounding the, their areas of expertise. When asked about machine learning and its contributions to cognitive science, however, their opinions gather under the banner of skepticism and something approaching disappointment. Quote, in just about every relevant respect, it is hard to see see how machine learning makes any kind of contribution to science, Chomsky laments. Specifically, he continues, to cognitive science, whatever value it may have for constructing useful devices or for exploring the properties of the computational processes being employed. While Pinker adopts a slightly softer tone, he echoes Chomsky's lack of enthusiasm for how AI has advanced our understanding of the brain. Quote, cognitive science itself become, uh, became overshadowed by neuroscience in the 1990s and artificial intelligence in this decade. But I think those fields will need to overcome their theoretical barrenness and be reintegrated with the study of cognition. Mindless uh, neurophysiology and machine learning have each hit walls when it comes to illuminating intelligence. There you go. All right. Anyway, this goes deeper than we have time-wise, but uh, that's what we do on this show. Quick hits, news stories. What's up? Joe the Camel says, I miss Orange Man. He was funny at least. And well, yeah, not really much different than a Democrat, if we're being perfectly honest. I mean, he basically allowed Nancy Pelosi to have her way with everything. So yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Totally really cool right uh anyway so uh there you go uh yeah there you go uh da, da, da. okay uh, yeah exactly michael strange so good they voted him twice yeah exactly uh, i'm not going to vote twice by the way it's just stupid that they you know didn't cancel one but canceled the others or, or didn't they just sent you another one let's send you we'll just send you another one that's fine uh, anyway this is from cnn.com let's go to this uh bill nye my favorite not scientist playing a scientist on tv uh from cnn of course the most trusted source of news see bill nye warning about doomsday glacier let's let's uh let's listen shall we come on bill nye you can do it come on cnn we are seeing the results of human caused global warming in our own backyards but some of the most alarming changes are in antarctica a critical ice shelf safeguarding the quote doomsday glacier is at risk of falling it's the size of florida 
So what happens to sea levels if the Doomsday Glacier falls into the ocean? Well, uh, it's estimated the ocean will rise about a half a meter, uh, 20 inches, 19 inches, uh, which uh, you say, well, I've been around 19 inches of snow or something like that, but this would be catastrophic. A place like Florida would be, southern Florida, would be underwater. And the problem with that is uh, people will leave. Where are they going to go? What are they going to do when they leave? It won't happen instantly, but it'll happen fast enough. And this gets back to the old problem that we've been talking about for 30 years, where uh, scientific concerns have not been heeded by governments, by people around the world, because generally the fossil fuel industry has been very successful at introducing this idea that uh, scientific uncertainty, we are, when will the glacier fall? Tomorrow? 10 years from now? Well, that's too uncertain. The scientific uncertainty is somehow the same as doubt about the whole thing. And this mm-hmm. is leading to catastrophes big enough where I think people are noticing them. Right. So, I mean, on that note, if, if it can take decades, as we know, to see, for example, the fallout from rising sea levels. Okay, I'm I'm tired of their shit already. Uh, basically, I wanted to, I wanted to see what Bill Nye had to say about the Doomsday Glacier. Again, an actual actor that plays a scientist and is known as Bill Nye, the science guy, doesn't have a science degree and is basically as much of a scientist as I am. Ha! Check that out. I guess I'm Mike Mike Strange, the science guy now, right? Uh, no, because because of, well, uh, you can go ahead and call me a douche, but I'm not that level of douchebag. Anyway, let's continue, shall we? Uh, yeah, uh, Alien Nietzsche says the Arctic is losing ice, but the Antarctica is gaining ice. And that's true. And I have read that uh, it's still a net loss, but we are uh, again coming out of an ice age. And so again, I'm not a denier. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that I think that uh, some of the, some of the models that have been saying, just like he said, Florida is going to be underwater. Southern Florida is going to be underwater. And what are the people going to do? They have to move. Well, they could get flippers and canoes, you idiot. Anyway, there you go. There's a, there's a stupid solutions for stupid claims. Uh, let's go to TheVerge.com. How astronomers decided where to point the most powerful space telescope NASA ever built. Uh, we'll get into this another time. We're uh, short on time here and need to wrap it up. So I'm going to skip this one. But just notably, the uh, the actual James Webb Space Telescope is going up. Uh, they've rescheduled it for a Christmas Eve launch. How cool is that? We can all be uh, sipping our eggnog and uh, slipping a little more whiskey into it. And, uh, you know, curled up chestnuts toasting on an open fire and uh, waiting for Santa Claus to arrive. And at the same time, they're launching the James Webb Telescope into the sky. So we'll see what happens with that and et cetera, so on. So we'll keep an eye on it. As you know, that will be Friday, this coming Friday, which will be Christmas Eve. And, well, we'll see. Let's cross our fingers. They don't uh, they don't break something because that would suck. Um, let's see. Here's another one. Let me uh, roll through this real fast. I just wanted to point this out. Is that uh, the, uh, P, uh, this is uh, this is from Inc.com, and I, I I keep hearing this term, and I keep cringing every time I hear the term because it's it's basically like newspeak. It's co- it's cognitive dissonance in one statement, right? But here we go. Uh, people who can't stop using this annoying phrase have very low emotional intelligence. All right, uh, and it's, it continues. Is there is there a more annoying phrase on the planet? Yet, some people use it constantly. And so, well, what is that phrase, you ask? No, the phrase isn't emotional intelligence, which, by the way, uh, think of it this way. If you reverse those two things and you say uh, (laughs) intelligent emotions, it's literally oxy 
moronic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's the best part of it about just making up your own words and terms. It's just you just hip fire whenever the hell you damn well please. But anyway, here's the here's the four short words. The four short words on the screen made my eyes hurt. Look, I get it. Is there a more annoying phrase on the planet? Uh, yep, I'm gonna say emotional intelligence. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Uh, ancient astronaut theorists say yes. Um, well, Mike Strange says yes in this case. And I'm not saying, you know, uh, being smart is uh, clearly being smart and and uh, taking other people's uh, ideas and emotions into account is a good thing. But using a term like uh, emotional intelligence is literally like new speak it's like it's like saying well the uh you know the <laughs> i can't even do i can't even do it without without laughing uh the 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 fire water complex right it's like wait what uh how's the fire and the water uh never mind anyway that's probably a poor example but you get what i'm saying yeah yeah oh, so yes there is there is is there a more annoying phrase on the planet yes sir emotional intelligence <laughs> uh let's see uh what's up joe says the emotional intelligence is real it means you know shit but are triggered easily uh well no 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 I, uh, but i'm saying can't they have a different term again it's like saying intelligent emotions right it's the same thing you flip it and it's two words that mean the opposite things opposite things right uh anyway whatever I, like i just the, the phrase annoys me and so i wanted to point out that uh well this, this is an example of propaganda newspeak all right and so yeah, no matter how smart you are they can still demean you as being a, a emotionally uh non-intelligent you see what i'm saying anyway but uh in the old days uh, in the corporate world they called them soft skills uh you know different terms and it was not an oxymoronic phrase anyway i'm done done on that i'm over it let's go to live science Bits of asteroid Ryugu are among most primordial materials ever examined. Whoa, what? Uh, oh, yeah, just making sure. I thought we weren't uh, streaming, and I was like, wait, is that even possible? Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, the asteroid may hold secrets to how the solar system came to be. Look at that. It looks like a little a little uh, bucket of ash, right? A little bucket of whatever came out of my barbecue when it's all done. Um, there we go. All right. So tiny particles of rock gathered from the asteroid Ryugu are, let's see, what do we got? Okay. Uh, from the, uh, let's see, uh, could give us a glimpse. Okay, wait. The tiny particles of rock gathered from the asteroid Ryugu are some of the most primordial bits of material ever examined on Earth and could give us a glimpse into the origins of the solar system. Asteroid 162173 Ryugu measures about 2,900 feet, 900 meters in diameter, and orbits the sun, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, primordial stuff, good stuff. One more thing real quick, and we'll take this phone call and we'll get out of here. Uh, this is from thehill.com, and yep, uh, millions signed petition calling for truckers' 110-year sentence to be reduced. And if you guys have been following this, it's uh, uh, causing a... Uh, a little bit of a to-do, um, you know, anyway, let's just read this. Over four, 4 million people have signed a petition asking for a truck driver's 110-year prison sentence to be shortened following his conviction over a fatal accident. Uh, Rogel Aguilera Medeiros was driving a truck that crashed into several cars and killed four people in Colorado in 2019. The petition posted on change.org calls on Colorado Governor Jared Polis, a Democrat, to grant the driver clemency or commutation as time served, noting that the 23-year-old had nothing to do on his uh, had nothing on his driving record and no criminal history. Now, 
the crazy part about this, which is why it's making news, is that so uh, the story goes like this: he was in a, in a big rig, he's going down a hill, and the the brakes on his big rig actually failed. So it wasn't it was a mechanical thing; it wasn't a negligence thing. And they say that he could have done, you know, he could have went on the truck ramp and the rest of this. But to the to the point, I've got some experience with this. Uh, to the point of fail, you don't know uh, because when you're going down a hill in a big rig and you you're, you're supposed to tap the brakes right you're supposed to right like you, you put in a lower gear you tap the brakes tap the brakes tap the brakes to keep the brakes from overheating because the brakes will overheat and when they do uh you have no brakes it's free fall so you're supposed to put in a low gear go down the hill tap the brakes slowly so you don't like overheat them what happens is when you do uh, they, they turn into like glass like it like it just melts the top off and it's slick all right so that's not what happened though like these brakes failed the brakes failed so it was a maintenance thing it was a mechanical thing and if anybody should be held liable in this which is what people are saying it should be the trucking company that was responsible for the maintenance of this vehicle but here's the craziest part so tragically four people died he came speeding down the hill couldn't stop smashed into him four people dead but they gave this dude a hundred and ten year sentence and those are about the basic facts there's probably more nuance to it of course because you can dig in as deep as you want to dig point being this guy gets a 110-year sentence for that, which was clearly mostly an accident. And then we get people like Epstein that gets, what, a smack on the hand and, uh, you know, back to his Florida mansion. You know, and this is this is the whole point. The whole point is that, well, there are more heinous, horrific crimes that get a smack on the hand. And they, they're literally trying to lock this dude up forever for what really, again, no criminal record, no previous infractions on his uh, CDL at all, which is a commercial driver's license. It's messed up. This is messed up. Uh, so anyway, just uh, there you go. There's your justice system at work, right? Broken, 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 and broken. Uh, let's go to our good friend. Uh, this is uh, this is uh, Chantel. Chantel in Ohio. Welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? I'm good. Um, is the sound okay? Because I'm on my phone. I've been baking Christmas cookies while I'm listening. Nope. Loud and clear. Loud and clear. Go right ahead. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you, my okay. friend. Oh, thank you. Same to you. Um, and thank I agree you. with you wholeheartedly on the last thing. But And I'm not going to keep you. The only thing I wanted, I sent you a Christmas card. I had written down a post office box um, that you had put somewhere, and I put it in my address book. It came back. It was returned. Maybe because I, I didn't know who to send it to, so I sent it to Mr. and Mrs. Michael Strain. <laughs> I know that's not right, but anyways. I don't. I, I messaged you on Messenger. I'd like to send you the card with the check for a little bit of extra Christmas cheer, and I don't know how to do that. And I don't want you to stay on the air, but I don't know how to get a hold of you. Thank you. That's very kind. And as you know, completely unnecessary. But thank you very much. I will give you that information. As a matter of fact, uh, I actually speaking of, just give me one sec here. Let me show you some. Hang tight, real quick. Okay, going to point this out. Uh, it does work because I did actually receive this fantastic book from Robert in the mail, which I just picked up at the P.O. box. So it does work. It is working. And uh, I think maybe what happened was... 
maybe you wrote it down when it first happened and the box changed or something. So my apologies there. That's hundred percent my fault. Uh, it was before anybody ever sent me anything. So I was like, okay, we'll swap it to the next thing. And I updated the address and, uh, yeah. So my fault, I will get you the information. I'll send it to you directly. Uh, did you, do you want it on Facebook or do you want it on, uh, discord? You tell me and I'll send it, I'll send it right to you. Um, I don't care. You can do it on Discord or um, Messenger if you're still on Messenger or however you want to do it. Okay, perfect. I will send that over. And uh, so, yeah, it is working. Thank you. That's that's a very kind thought. I appreciate that very much. And uh, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate your work. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Well, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to the world. And you as well. And you as well. And uh, good health going into the next year. Talk to you later. Oh, let's hope. Let's, let's hope. hope. There you go. Cro- crossing the fingers. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's all do that. Okay. Well, thank you, and have a good evening. Thanks, Chantel. You're the best. Always a pleasure. Yeah. That's, uh, that's Chantel in Ohio. Uh, been listening to us for a very long time, and uh, I'll, I'll get that. So there is a P.O. box that if you want to send me things, uh, you can do that. Again, it's completely 100% not necessary, so don't ever feel obligated to. Thank you for appreciating the work I do, and uh, uh, thank you again to, to not just Robert, who sent me something nice. Uh, David out there sent me something nice. Jay in New York sent me something nice, uh, and uh, uh, and Chantel uh, try, trying to get it uh, to come as well. So appreciate that very much, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, there you go. Uh, Robert says, I want to send Michael a fruitcake that has been passed around my family for generations. That would be hot because I'll just keep passing it along, sir. <laughs> Isn't that the Christmas tradition? Just uh, just keep regifting that fruitcake. <laughs> Uh, okay. All right. So what we're going to do is wrap this up. The deal is this, right? Monday and Friday, we do Troubled Minds News at 3 p.m. Pacific and Monday through Thursday, which means tonight, three hours from now, approximately a little less than three hours, two hours and 50 minutes to be precise. We got Troubled Minds radio coming up so we will be on the radio tonight and monday through thursday and we're not altering the schedule for the holidays we're just going to do it we're going to go uh, regular schedule so that would be the 23rd the 20th to the 23rd and uh it will give us the weekend off which is uh christmas so nice perfect uh it's almost like the calendar decided that we're just going to do troubled minds and take no holiday time off so we're just going to keep on doing it we're going to keep on trucking doing our thing and uh thank you again for all the kind thoughts all the kind words Thank you for sending me these amazing things in the mail. Appreciate that very much. Thank you to Chantel for uh, sending it. My apologies for having it kicked back to you in the mail. And uh, I'll get you the the right address immediately. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, it's GTFO. Let's get out of here. Well, as we finish, it goes a little bit like this. Um, uh, We are uh, doing our thing. Again, like I said, it's uh, look, as Robert uh, Robert out there in in the the chat says, hey, look, Mike, you don't need a TV studio. You got one right there. This one. I'm saying the technology has changed we don't need to kiss anybody's ass to be able to talk about the news we can do it ourselves we can talk to each other directly we can have an open phone line we can do all the things that in the old days you had to have a gatekeeper for a gatekeeper system well it's no longer necessary until they shut us up and well uh, I don't take kindly to that because we have the right to be wrong and that's what this show's about and uh, there you go we are done uh, if you want to hang out with us we're going to be back two hours 50 minutes approximately from now 7 p.m. Pacific time for 
Troubled Minds Radio, uh, starring, well, you, because you're the secret weapon. So uh, that's what we're going to do. We're going to hang out, uh, take, a, take a little bit off. I'm going to grab some to eat, and we're going to uh, get right back to this, get right back to the grindstone. Oh, and by the way, uh, next Monday, we've got a schedule coming up, a special schedule. Uh, next Monday, a week from today, we're going to do three shows in one day. We'll do the, the new show. We'll do Troubled Minds Radio. And after that, we're scheduled with the Night Stalker to talk about that Matrix movie that comes out on the 23rd or the 22nd, which is a couple days from now. So there you go. We got more more great content coming up. Looking for some folks that can watch it and be ready to go Monday late if you want to do that. Looking for maybe another couple. Uh, we had James and Rohan last time. You guys are definitely welcome. If anybody else wants to be part of that discussion, it's sort of like a zeitgeist discussion regarding the new Matrix movie. So we're going to talk about that on Monday. But as we finish, thanks again for hanging out. Thanks for all the enthusiasm. Thanks for your time and your energy it means the world to me happy holidays to everybody and uh we'll see you tonight have a great one guys michael strange out It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.